Today, we review an extremely intense debate between Destiny and some dum-dums at the recent Better Discourse event. So, Destiny went to the Better Discourse thing and talked to Peter Coffin, who, believe it or not, wasn't actually the biggest clown on the- Like, we have Destiny, Ariel Scarcella, Peter Coffin, and this guy. We have basically one reasonable person here, which is Destiny. And then everyone else, you're kind of like, okay, Ariel Scarcella, clown. Peter Coffin, mega clown. This guy, he's a wild card. We're not too sure. Spoilers, he's also a massive clown. All right. So they get into the censor censorship topic. All right, boys, I'm scared, let's go. You're not proving him a liar. You're only telling the world that you fear what he might say. And that was said by some guy named Tyrion from some show named Game of Thrones. And while we're not in uh, Westeros, we're in the real world, censorship and these kind of things are pretty much an issue. And I wanted to start the conversation off by citing the ACLU, which may or may not be a defender of uh, civil liberties right now, that could be debated, but it says that there's two fundamental principles that come into play involving free- Very non-biased mod. He certainly doesn't have a right-leaning bend there at all expression. The first is the government cannot limit expression just because any listener or even the majority of the community is offended by its content. But that's balanced by a second principle, that expression may be restricted only if it clearly causes direct and imminent harm to an important social interest. So I wanted to ask some of the panelists, do you agree with the sentiments of the ACLU here, or do you feel like this second principle is being abused? And if so, how and by whom? And let's start with Ariel. It's a loaded question, right? Because I think all of us, correct me if I'm wrong, all of us have been censored at one point. Maybe not you, because you're a little bit more leaning far left at the moment. I have absolutely been censored. Have you? Don't okay. Worry. Well, then, then it's a problem across the political spectrum, right? I think that, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, I've had people come for me, you know, in, in multiple ways, try to, to censor me. And I, even if I disagree with them to the core, I don't think anybody should be censored. And I, I especially don't think any major network should be censoring anybody. I think, if anything, if I have a good enough argument, my argument will win in the long run anyway. That's well, is I mean, not true. Is I it hate really that a argument. Deal or is it a question of institutional power? That's my. So you're going to hear that one come up right away a lot. The if my argument's right, it's going to win at the end. This sort of the best way to beat bad speech is allowing the bad speech, all speech, and just the bad speech will naturally filter itself out because most people will recognize that that speech is stupid. And here's the thing. Some of that is partially correct. But here's the big problem with this, especially when we're talking about this in the context of censorship. It's that, let's say you have some nutcase, think of Alex Jones, for example, someone who just espouses the most delusional bullshit, right? They're going out spreading nonsense about like COVID being fake or whatever, or the election being rigged, right? Here's what happens. Maybe 90, maybe 95% of the people that listen to that person's commentary or sees that person's uh, social media posts will write it off, roll their eyes, and think this is a crazy person. Maybe, but there might be a 5% that take that person seriously. And here's the other issue. When there are people that don't take the person seriously, they don't take the person seriously. They roll their eyes, they scoff at them, maybe leave a nasty comment and a dislike, and they go about their day. 
but the people that buy into these dangerous, harmful, delusional ideas, even if it's only 5% of the people that see it, they go out and they act on it. They go out and they attempt terrorist attacks, like what we saw with Pizzagate in relation to Alex Jones. They go out and actually commit domestic terrorist attacks, like what we saw on January 6th. The majority of America, well, I don't even want to say that because I don't know if that's fucking true, but a good chunk of Americans recognized that the whole election was stolen, woo was nothing but nonsense. But the small amount of people that didn't, they acted on it and they acted violently. So that's why this just allow all, all speech, it only goes so far. Saying if I have a good enough argument, my argument will win in the long run anyway. Well, I mean, is it really an ideal or is it a question of institutional power? That's my that's where I'm always coming from on this. Oh, here we uh, go. What are you saying? Where is it coming from? Uh, should you be allowed to criticize power? And yes, obviously. Are you going to be? That's a, another heavy question. I do think that's probably the kind of stuff that I would like to be trying to address here. Okay. Nico, where are you at? So a friend of mine, Garland Nixon, used to sit on the board of the ACLU, and he left because he understands that, I mean, that principle is just... It's wrong. It's unethical. We can't have such a principle when we don't understand all of the agendas that every single uh, powerful institution has. And so where they may convince the public that some speech is or could be dangerous to them, where they're merely just trying to push an ulterior motive that we may not yet be aware of. And I think we see that time and time and time and time again. And so who's to say what's dangerous? Something could appear dangerous in the short term but ultimately end up working out in the long term. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like everybody who knows me knows I'm a free speech absolutist. And the only way to defeat bad speech is just with more speech and just make sure you know what the hell you're talking yeah. about when you address it. Like, that's the way to Not conquer everyone's gonna this, know, this fear of... Right? Like, you could say the same thing even with, like, neo-Nazis, right? The majority of people are disgusted by anti-Semitism, but there are a few people that aren't. And the people that aren't act on it, and they act in a way that's fucking violent. They say something bad, bad things could happen. We'll allow speech to flow freely, and I guarantee you problems will begin to solve themselves. That, yeah, can I just p piggyback on that point? Because this is one thing an ex-girlfriend said. Of, the, the only thing I got from that relationship was this point. <laughs> and she said that Boo. no matter what somebody says, Unfunny we should joke. allow them to say it because people are thinking it anyway. And when you allow them to say it publicly, you also allow people to be aware that they're saying possibly something. No, there's some things that you, can, that you might think that you shouldn't also say. <laughs> like... It's incorrect, and then you can correct them on it. But you wouldn't be able to correct them if you didn't, if they didn't have the opportunity to say it in the first place. Destiny, what do you think? I think that the First Amendment is important. I think it's beautiful. I think it's well worded, and I think freedom of speech as a concept is something that should be defended. But I think oftentimes people misapply it to private platforms like Twitter and Facebook, and they try to take these arguments about whether or not the government should abridge our freedom of speech, which it shouldn't, um, except in certain dire cases, um, like yelling fire in a crowded theater or the spreading of like child pornography or something, of course, which I think we all agree with. But I think that applying those same arguments to private institutions actually, in a way, becomes an anti-First Amendment argument. So I do agree that the First Amendment is important insofar as it applies to the government, but those principles shouldn't carry forward to every single private platform that we engage True. in because one of your freedoms as an owner of a private platform is to determine what type of content do I want posted on this particular platform. True. But what if that platform is after everything after Destiny says anything, I'm gonna be like, Yes, base Destiny, holy shit. He really brought that one home. Become a monopoly. 
I think that's a good argument to, to come back to that point too. I mean, if, if a platform has become a monopoly, then we can talk about antitrust laws, we can talk about things like this, but you, you cannot enforce a platform to just have all content on it. I would also have pushed back on that too because it's not a monopoly. Google, Facebook, these big tech companies, they are not actually monopolies. They don't fit that definition. I think the last time there was a monopoly that had to be broken up was in the 90s when it came to Microsoft, right? Because they were building their technology in a way that... Uh, uh, hindered other software developers from being able to develop uh, web browsers that would work as well as the already built-in Internet Explorer. So that was considered a monopoly because they were they were uh, prohibiting competition. That's not what we're seeing with these big tech companies. We're like we have alternative ones now. Like we have Parler, we have Gab, we have I mean we have BitChute. Like that's picking up, right? Like. There are alternative ones. They're just not as good. They're not as popular. Antitrust laws, we can talk about things like this, but you, you cannot enforce a platform to just have all content on it. It's, I, I, it's so, an anti-First uh, Amendment true. argument. True. Mean, uh, yes. Why do people keep pretending as if Facebook is a private platform? Like, it's, it's well, not. It's a definition it's of not. private. They literally it's have not. former CIA agents working within Facebook. Facebook goes into Congress, you know, comes up with a bunch of nonsense after they get accused of something, and somehow, some way, they always end up coming out on top. In fact, it is literally a law that is allowing them to act as, like, as arbiters of truthful or false information. Oh, my be like because of a law that it's, it's protecting them. And so whenever anyone goes to try and change it, they are the ones who have the money to then influence politicians, not that they even have to. This guy, like, just sounds like a drunk grandpa, like, rambling right now. What the? The fuck are you on, bruh? But they have the money to influence politicians to make sure that that law that they are benefiting from continues to allow them to then influence the outcome of elections in one form or another. At the end of the day, when they constantly act on behalf of the government, uh, especially when it seems that there is a partisan agenda involved, when they go to the government and get exactly what they want, they're not being held accountable like other private institutions have been held accountable. At what point do we stop pretending that words mean, th like th th that private and public mean These big tech company, uh, big tech companies have been grilled in front of Congress repeatedly. <laughs> whatever they say it means when they're clearly acting as a public arm of the government. So, the, I mean, that's a conversation we get into. So private means not government. It means privately owned. Facebook is a privately owned company. It's not owned by the government. Uh, if you want to have a conversation about whether or not Section 230 should be repealed, which it shouldn't be, um, if you want to have a conversation about whether or not platforms should be allowed to moderate their content, which they absolutely should be, if you want to have a conversation Base. about whether or not you should be allowed to lobby the government, I think most of us agree you probably should be to some limited extent. Those are all great, great conversations to have. But the idea that just because a private company lobbies the government, they're somehow not Are you familiar with Inkutel? Do you know what Inkutel is? Do I, don't need to the CIA's venture capitalist firm in Arlington, Virginia. The, basically, there's a, I can go through the, the whole way they did it, but basically Peter Thiel and Ingutel invested into Facebook. That's how Facebook became what it was in over time. Wait, was that Facebook or Google? Wait, I just Googled it and it says there was an Onion article about this. What the CIA veteran learned helping Facebook with elections. Wait, is this what you mean where they hired a single CIA individual? A viral TikTok misrepresents a 2011 satirical video about Facebook and the CIA. Dude, this is bullshit. I'm pretty sure he's getting this mixed up with Google. So I might as well just knock this out real quick too. So here's the thing. Google's origin partly lies in CIA and NSA research grants for mass surveillance. Of course, sounds very scary, right? Super spooky. Yeah, I would recommend reading this article because the more you read it, the less scary it sounds. And then the more you realize that anyone that's scared of this just doesn't understand uh, how grants work at all. So basically all that happened was like 
the CIA or the NSA or some like the massive digital data systems project invested into Google. So in 1995, one of the first and most promising MDDS grants went to a computer science research team at Stanford University with a decade-long history of working with NSF and DARPA grants. The primary objective of this grant, uh, grant was query optimization of very complex queries that are described using the query flocks approach. Um, I believe this has something to do with like data analysis. A second grant, the DARPA NSF grant, most closely associated with Google's origin, was part of a coordinated effort to build a massive digital library using the internet as its backbone. Both grants funded research by two graduate students who were making rapid advances in web page ranking as well as tracking. It's perfectly suited for the purposes of counterterrorism and homeland security efforts. Human beings and like-minded groups who might pose a threat to national security can be uh, uniquely identified online before they do harm. So they may have had an alternative goal. That may have been true. However, giving a grant to two graduate students who were uh, researching web page ranking and tracking is a long cry, a far, far, far cry from the CIA made Google. Like, holy shit, dude. The way that grants work, government grants are given to people that apply for them. You have to apply for the grant first. And they are given to people. The government is not allowed to give you direction on how to do your shit. They're not allowed to step in and tell you you need to do it this way or that way. They have no control over it. They just give you a grant because they might see it as something that could benefit society down the road. That's how grants work generally. Virtually anyone can give and get a grant. Um, as far as the Facebook thing, the fact that I Googled it and found like one Facebook person that or one CIA person that worked there and then an Onion article about the CIA having something to do with Facebook is just hilarious took MySpace, and this is a thing that we've seen InQtel do because they have unlimited funding sources. Another example I can give you is how Google came out of nowhere and overtook Yahoo. It's because InQtel had unlimited money to ensure that Google was able to overtake Yahoo. That's how Amazon went from being a failed business platform, a failed business model, and eBay was destroying them, and then out of nowhere where Jeff Bezos inexplicably becomes the most wealthy man in the world. That's how Tesla was a failed business, relying only and exclusively on our subsidies, and then now, Elon Musk so is the most successful man, successful man in the world. So my point is, the reason Facebook is, has hit the peak that it's hit is because of the government. So even though it's private, That's it's, just a, it's just, once again, it's just another way to rebrand public. But they just don't call no, it. No, this is ridiculous. So again, this, this guy doesn't know how grants work. If you receive a grant, you do not become an agent of the state. It it's, can still be something private that the government partially helps in funding when it comes to a grant. <sighs> the government has no say in like how you do your project. They have no benefit. They don't profit from it. <laughs> With that, well, beyond, if you want to have a conversation work. about whether or not some subsidy for electric vehicles should be repealed, if you want to have a conversation about whether some people should be allowed to privately invest in a company, no, no, no. I just say the government literally created a government. No, no, no. Because you're doing no, no, no. That's what we're not going to do today. So here's what we're not going to do today. You're not going to try to poke holes about shit that nobody's talking about. I said the government had their venture capitalist firm invest in a private company where no one else could compete.
That's what we're talking about. When, when, you say, when you say something along, along the lines of like, how did Amazon, Jay Bezos became a billionaire? I didn't say how. Or, or, or I gave you how the reason as to why. Bezos became a billionaire. I didn't, I didn't know say why. How. I didn't say how. It's everybody in this room probably uses Amazon Prime. Everybody in this room probably buys shit off Amazon. Everybody in this room probably uses Amazon Video. Like we know why these companies become huge because they offer That's... products that everybody in society uses. No, no. I just, if you want to talk no, no. about repealing an individual I just law, to you. you want to talk about repealing an individual law. Please tell me one company that can compete with unlimited funding from the government. You can. Nobody's getting unlimited funding from the government. I just told you. Do you look up? Talking to me about specific subsidies that exist for these companies. So are you I gotta go to the next question. Or yeah, gotta go to the next question. Okay. Let's check it out. Just one second, let me cut in. Get him, Let's Destiny, get him. Marxist. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, the purpose of the state is to uphold class relations, right? Go on. Yeah, so that's, a, that's just kind I'm of the a moderator, joke. I'm not a Marxist. Why is Peter even on the stage? Because he's gonna kick himself in the nuts soon. Um, the purpose of the state is to uphold class relations. Uh, fundamental difference between the two classes, owner, not owner, right? Facebook is an owner. They benefit from all the action that the state does. Ultimately, I, I'm going to have to side with Nico on this. Like, it's it's going to be either through state subsidies, either through investment, either through any of that, uh, that Facebook gains its dominance, that Amazon gains its dominance. Again, it was just a dumb bookstore in the 1990s that was nearing the, uh, if you remember, the dot-com bubble. That was, that was they were going to go down with that. Why didn't they? That's, a, in my opinion, that's really the question here. Uh, it's what? 100%. Yeah. I'm just basically with you on this. Like the only oh way you can invest God. in SpaceX is to buy stocks in Google. And SpaceX is literally basically owned by the Pentagon now. So, like, what? that's a coincidence. So, so is, your argument, <laughs> is your argument that because government has undue influences over these social media entities, that therefore they're obstructing free speech, but not directly through law, but indirectly through company policy? Yeah, where well, they don't have to be held accountable for what they do. They're, how, what do you mean by that? They don't have to be held accountable. Be, the government can't be held accountable for something because <laughs> people like Destiny are going to come up here and make an argument saying, no, that's just a private company. That's not the government doing that. Yeah, the government is literally letting them skate at every, at every turn, no matter how much information gets put on them, no matter how much people find out they're using their monopoly. So again, we Google this. This is a grant. To influence the outcome of politics, and but then when we go and try to hold anybody accountable, the government just ultimately gives Facebook what they want again, and then Facebook like just starts a metaverse. And so the, the reason like, why nobody is held accountable is because at the end of the day, all we do is we go nuts. online and we shit post about how horrible these companies are. But you can't actually point to a piece of legislation that you'd want repealed. You can't point to like some actual. We can literally just reform 230. You can't, you can't. If you want to talk about 230, you can. Repealing 230 would lead to an. I didn't say re uh, okay, so I didn't say repeal. You can talk about reforming 230. Reforming 230. Reform 230. Sure, you can reform 230. That's probably going to destroy every single new website that would. Why would it do that when you can just reform it and make sure it doesn't do? another information content provider. Yeah, I had to look that up, by the way. I didn't know what that was. So, like, I'm glad that you said it for people that also don't know what that yeah, was. So, that was. That, that's actually... Did she say she didn't know what 230 was? 230, which gives them certain immunities, right? So, that so what, is the, what is the 230 reform that we're looking for? As long as so, so how do you want to change it? Do you want to repeal it, or how, we, how should no, we alter 230? No, you would reform it to make, ex like, to make exceptions in cases like for like Facebook, for example. Well, then they're is, acting as publishers, but Facebook then you got a whole... Oh, so my then you God. Allow to sue them. As if you were suing a CNN or an MSNBC or a Fox News. Currently, you cannot. That's the problem. How is it the pro so 
the entire backbone of the internet, from IRC chats to bulleted message boards in the 80s to, to, to GeoCities websites in the 2000s. The only reason why websites can exist is because they require an immunity from being sued if they have user-generated content on their platform. No, 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 they're private companies. The, can I finish one sentence? Holy shit. Okay, they're you don't want it so that any time somebody posts something What's on your website, you can right get now. sued for what another user uploads no, on your that, site. If no, that no, 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 is no. the case, that's not what if we're that talking is about. the case, that absolutely is what you're talking about. We're talking about fake realities in your head. We're talking about Facebook being held accountable. Oh my god, does this guy lack self-awareness? Buddy, you're the one inventing the fake realities. You think getting a government grant transforms you into an agent of the state? You're fucking off your rocker, buddy. For removing people's content, destroying people's businesses, destroying people's brands. You're talking about random shit Nobody is talking about reforming 230. It's a little bit loud and echoey. So try not to talk over each other. Reforming 230 would destroy anybody's ability to start any new internet website where you have user-generated content. Because as soon as you can hold a website liable for what users are posting, just because what you want to engage in moderation, should you not be allowed to moderate your communities? If you want to make a message board for right-leaning people or for feminists, do you not have the ability to moderate your communities? Of course you should be able to do that without being held liable as a publisher or something of information. Because they though. engage in moderation doesn't make them a publisher. That's ridiculous. To try to say that because somebody puts up a fact check or because somebody puts up a, or bans certain types of content, they become all of a sudden a publisher of information. What do you think it means to publish something? When you're getting funded, when you're. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think here's a problem though. They're not just a neutral like platform. They don't have to be neutral. Oh, where really? Yes, really. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yes. So let's hear. Let's hear. Oh why they my don't. God, dude. I like. This is what happens. This they're doing the argument. This is how it are. The arguments go with um the anti-vaxxers when they come on here to talk to me. I experience this all the time where it's just, they just don't know, so they use that as an argument. They're like, well, it's not neutral. It doesn't have to be neutral. Really? Y yeah. Yes. Really? <laughs> don't have to be neutral. Because that's the law. You're not required. You're not obligated. There is no fact that... We just talked about the First Amendment. If you started a private platform where you brought people on to speak, do you think that the First Amendment means that you have to let every single person come on? That's a violation no. of your First Amendment rights. If I start a forum and I want to talk about how cool dogs are, am I legally obligated to let cat lovers come and shit my forum up with how, how great their animal? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Good example. Of course, you, be, you don't have to be a neutral platform. Do you think Fox News is a neutral platform? Do you think no, CNN I don't. is a neutral platform? No, you, you can sue Fox News. You can sue Fox News. You can literally sue them. Oh my God, they are so fucking stupid. They just said that it was a publisher. All right, first and foremost, a publisher. It's, it's, it's like so simple. It's like painfully simple, actually. So a publisher, okay, it's literally this simple. A publisher verifies everything before it goes out. Okay, it's that simple. The New York Times, <clears throat> before they publish their article, they first review it, edit it, and then they look at it, they make sure they like it, it's good, okay, publish. They are a publisher. A platform opens themselves up to people's speech. That does not convert them into an agent of the state. Even Brett Kavanaugh ruled this just in 2019. If they lie, you can sue them. If they defame you, you can sue them. If they slander you, you can sue them. But, okay, but Twit, how is Twitter slandering you? Yeah. That's the difference. When yeah, Facebook exactly. takes something. You can, good point, actually. You can't sue them for not putting you on air. True. Give you an example of consequences. So, recently, 
In Texas, actually, a man's son died after taking the vaccine. He was 16 years old, the son was. When he, he posted GoFundMe to pay for the funeral, GoFundMe removes him. You don't have a constitutional that, right pause, to post GoFundMe. I'm sorry. Because of that, obviously, it becomes much more difficult to fundraise for that funeral. Now, why did they remove him? Like, it's a literal fact that the vaccine causes this man's son's death, but they're saying because it's spreading vaccine misinformation <laughs> that he can't fundraise there because then, of course, we bring attention to the fact that there might be side effects. Like, Facebook removed people for saying that hydroxychloroquine was a legitimate solution, or at least to help while we're waiting for vaccines when it came to COVID, and then people got, doctors were banned. People died, fucking destiny people died. Are you First of all, hydroxychloroquine has been proven ineffective in benefiting people with covid so shut the fuck up with your misinformation one two what do you mean they got doctors so what you know just if you have an md after your name it doesn't mean everything you say is correct people make fun of me a lot for using studies or whatever but you'll notice i very rarely build my entire arguments or my entire foundation for believing something on one doctor said this. Usually it's a medical consensus. Usually it's various different studies that have all been put together. It's not usually just like, well, like this person said it and, and they're a doctor. <laughs> Are you really not going to listen to a doctor? Like, I, I don't know. It depends. Are they a virologist? It doesn't matter just if they're a doctor. Second of all, the video he's referencing was a bunch of quack doctors that Facebook took down because it literally were people that were not qualified to speak in that specific medical context getting up there and being like hydroxychloroquine is good actually it, it was just bullshit and then conservatives were like they're doctors are you not gonna listen to a doctor it's like there are also plenty of doctors that say the vaccine is really fucking good why don't you listen to them hmm are you, wait, no, first of all, no, what I'm, I'm telling you is that there are, there are real consequences when you are removing people because you're pretending to be an arbiter of information when you're literally removing experts. It's one thing if you moderate the content by saying this isn't allowed, give them a strike. But if you think that they should be removed, then you go to the fucking court of law and you hold them accountable what? there. And if someone has decided that you are overtly or accidentally causing problems that could lead to mass conflict or violence or whatever, then you allow the okay. courts to settle it. But what you're suggesting is that we should allow this entity that has gotten unlimited funding from the government that where you can't to okay, a point where rebuttal. you can no well, longer bullshit, actually dude. have competition against them. All right, Nico, let's 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 hear a rebuttal. Okay, so Go everything ahead. about hydroxychloroquine has been proven to be ineffective. Bullshit. The fact that you bring that up. Can I finish? Can I finish? Are you going to scream over me every time I start patterning the bullshit? I need like 10 minutes to go through every fucking stupid thing you just said. Go ahead. Go ahead. One. So number one, hydroxychloroquine is like the worst example of anything you brought up. Okay. Number one. Number two, if a private platform wants to ban somebody from their community for any reason, they're allowed to do that. You do not have a constitutional right to post on fucking GoFundMe. Just like any person in this audience doesn't have a constitutional right to come up on they don't I know you want to talk nobody in this audience has a constitutional right to come up here and grab a microphone and scream at somebody that's part of your first amendment privilege if you start a platform how are those you start two things a analogous? platform you are, allowed are to moderate the, you are allowed to moderate that content in any way that you see fit the idea am I, that you are obligated, unlimited money from the CIA obligated unlimited money they got one grant in like the 90s do you Oh my god, dude. I bet this guy saw like a couple headlines, listened to some like lefty dipshit or some like far either some it would have to be either some like far left or far right nincompoop that like twisted this and fed him this bastardized info and he just took it at face value.
idea that you are obligated to host all forms of content <coughs> on your website is a delusional fantasy. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where people got this idea from. There's no case law that supports this. There's no legislation that supports this. There's no constitutional amendment that supports this. It is absolute delusion. No, 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 no. There's literally a law that says so. You can't come me off 30 you, times okay, after talking one example for like five minutes. Wait, can I finish responding? Holy shit, yeah. So if a website decides that they want to moderate their content in the way that they see fit, if they want to ban doctors, if they want to ban experts, if they don't want you to do your whatever fucking GoFundMe, that's completely and totally within their right to do so. And just because they not they don't want to host your content, doesn't mean you can go cry to the federal government and say, I have a right, I have a constitutional right to this platform. That's an insane reading of how the First Amendment works. Pause, pause, pause. We're not talking about the First Amendment. We're talking about literally Section 230 protects you only if only and exclusively if you're not behaving as a publisher. So another Bingo. great example would be the Hunter Body situation. It's where not a publisher. <sighs> I really wish that Destiny had hammered him on that a little bit more. But he did go full rap, uh, full rap god there, so that was pretty, pretty based. <laughs> Every single time a Hunter Body article would come out. People were getting banned. People were literally so, losing. So, like, you mean Twitter? Oh, Twitter is stopping the link to the. Twi oh, not just Twitter. Article. Facebook, Twitter. My friend got banned from Facebook for seven days. Another one of my friends got removed for just for moderating an article from mainstream media about Biden on Facebook with no context. Banned. Now, all of a sudden, it's because wasn't it just like a bunch of bullshit, false info that was acquired through hacked information? You're banning people because, not because the information is wrong, just because you don't like what's being put out there. Why is it the people that are really wrong never shut up to hear the other side? Read that again and you answer your question. That's the reason why. They never shut up. They won't listen. Now, that's what we call editing. That is editorial. That is no, publishing, which means you should why do you think Twitter? Pause. That's not editorializing. Ah. This dude just changes words. I want to debate this guy, because this guy's fucking nuts. You should be able to be held accountable, but you cannot be. Because why, you're why, did Twitter, why did Twitter ban the Hunter Biden article? Motherfucker, please explain it to me, because we would love to know. Uh, no, wait, you brought it up, so you should know. Why did they so ban it? Me, you tell me. We, we're literally trying to find out. Go ahead. We're not trying. It's public information, so you don't know. Why, why, why I hear you say, I have no fucking idea why Twitter banned You don't even know which article I'm referring to right now, exactly but go ahead. Get him, Destiny. Which one? He literally has no idea. He doesn't even know the reason why. He's just like, I had a friend that got banned. Tell me. You tell me. You brought it no, up. No, no, no. You just said you know exactly what it is. Go ahead. Why are you trying to posture right now? You brought up the example. You just literally cut me off to ask. You just I said you know the explain. answer. Okay. You know the reason so why. You don't know I'm why telling was, you, you don't if know you why. know why it was banned, so I'll, I'll please explain. I will explain. All right. So let me, Twitter, let me, let me, wait, wait. So Twitter has a specific policy for hacked materials where if you upload something on, if you upload. It literally wasn't hacked. If you upload. Did Hunter Biden approve of those images and everything from the laptop being posted? It wasn't hacked. And it's a hacked material. It literally wasn't hacked. Twitter has also banned people on the left. USB. You're just going to keep talking. Like that makes you correct. I'm right here, dude. You don't have to look at the audience. They were like, hey, post this. Hey, hey. New York Times. Is New York Times banned for posting hacked Let him rebut and then we're getting to the next question. I'm, I'm right this here. Guy's such a, this guy's a fucking pussy. He won't even look at him. Dude, if I was up here on this stage, I would be looking them right in the eye and be like, this is why I think that you are fucking wrong. Is the New York Times banned for... I'm trying to understand. I wasn't going to answer my question. Is the New York Times banned for posting hack materials? Because last time I checked, they did it all the time. But Nico, we get the point. you got to let me respond. But that's my point. I'm right here. You are not understanding the lack of consistency. You're telling me what the rule is, but they won't explain why. Does he think it looks good? You'll notice that the people that are, like, correct will let their opponent talk, and then they always have a nice response and a rebuttal, but then... Just like Chatter just said, the people that are wrong just keep on rambling and rambling. This dude's like the fucking, like a mic from PA. 
Uh, they don't consistently follow the fucking rule. Because That's one, the problem. Does anyone in the audience discuss, have a Xanax? If you wanted to discuss the Hunter Biden story or post the Hunter Biden story, you were absolutely allowed to as long as you didn't link to a website that had hacked materials listed on it. Number one, and I know that because I discussed it on Twitter and I get banned. Number one, okay? Number two, there have been, like, there was a left-leaning group that leaked a whole bunch of like police materials, part of the big ACAB thing. I think it was like a year prior, and they got banned for doing the exact same type of thing. Oh, this particular story is not a story of political bias. It's a story where you, who has a clear political narrative, has taken one story, completely misrepresented it, and then tried to pretend that it supports your your time Exactly for posting hack material. Oh you... shit, dude. Destiny just hammered him on the details. It's so funny. These fuckers never know anything. But if... Okay, so the answer is a yes or no question. Yes, yes. You post no, they're not. They post WikiLeaks leak material. They have not been banned. What are you talking about? If you CNN are banned, hey, hey, Trump Chico. taxes you, just get taken. They got posted. I'm right here. Those are hack materials, I'm right correct? I'm right here. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm right here. So the problem isn't that they are they are taking their right to actually to, to to enforce their rules. What we're trying to figure out is why are you inconsistently forcing rules? What do you do when those rules are being forced inconsistently and they're supporting a certain political agenda while undermining another? And then at that point, when does that not make you a publisher? And if it does make you a publisher, why can you not be held to the same level? Let's attack, this. Oh, Let's attack this from a slightly different angle. I'm going to I'm gonna go. Imagine getting that chud crowd to cheer for Destiny. Uh, you know what? I don't think there were actually that many. Like, there are definitely some chuds there. Yeah, but there's also some people there that were pretty uh, pretty left wing, it looked like. Oh, I'm going to ask Ariel what she thinks of this. So in 2019, Cedric Richmond, um, U.S. congressman from Louisiana, warned Facebook and Google that they had better restrict what he and his colleagues saw as harmful content or face regulation. Quote, he said, we're going to make it swift. We're going to make it strong. We're going to hold them accountable. Figure it out because you don't want us to figure it out for you. And Jerry Nadler added to that, let's just see what happens if I pressure them. Is this worrying to you that, that the people that are governing their content moderation are influenced by congressmen? Ariel, what, what do you think? Is that, is that like a skirt around the First Amendment or what, what's your thoughts? I think that anybody that has no. <laughs> power is, is going to try to control more. That's just the fact, right? That, that, that happens throughout history. It worries me when people use that power to silence people. Like that's like the, the part, that's the, the concept of this panel, right? Yeah. I think that I do agree partially with, with what he's saying. I understand where he's coming from with, with Steven. And I think that if you do have your own platform, yes, you can moderate content in a way because yeah, because if there's like pornography or something, you don't want mm -hmm. that, yes. But I also think people are taking that to the extreme and making it political. And just it, because they don't like something, you know, they're, they're you feel like I, don't, I don't think that's a healthy bullshit. way for this country to do be going. Do you feel like the, the, the government has an undue like influence on like what, what Facebook is doing? Oh yeah, I do. I think uh, this is just me personally, but I, I think that it's pretty. It's fairly obvious to me that Facebook ha has some kind of secret agreement, whatever. I don't know <laughs> with the Democratic Party because even and, and YouTube too. I, mean, I like, like I speak Desi's from personal experience. I know like, that oh until I came out, like I was posting the same content for ten years. Hey, Scott. Psycho Mo, thank you so much for the Prime subscription. I appreciate it. Here's on YouTube, sexual sexual education. Until I came out as leaving the left and being like a non-leftist, then they started banning me and, and and restricting me. So to me, that's my experience of what you're saying. And I don't think, obviously, I'm biased, and but I don't what think that's What was okay. the reason? Did they say that you were causing harm? I mean, is it the they, they said principle? it was because of my sexually explicit content, but I've been posting that same content for 10 years. So to me, it's like, okay, they don't like what I'm saying. Oh my God, fuck off, dude. This Everyone knows that YouTube cracked down more on their TOS in the recent, in the last, like, five, six, or uh, last, like, five, four, three years. Everyone knows that. Second of all, anyone familiar with Ariel Scarcella's content knows this chick is up there posting stuff like the best vibrators, the best way to get a lesbian to orgasm. Like it's like super graphic shit. It was I was simply, I wasn't doing porn. <laughs> I was giving an anatomy lesson. Hey, infrared could really use that.
I mean, he's the one willing to die on the hole that... Die on the hole. <laughs> he's the one willing to die on the hill that there's only two... That women only have two holes. He's, like, on Twitter literally fighting about it. Linking WebMD stuff. Claiming that women pee, yes, but that's a sub-hole. Like, this dude is fucking... Yeah, he is willing to die on that hole. Okay, what were we talking about again? Oh, yeah, this thing. It was too obvious to me that this is why it was happening. Right. So, uh, Stephen, what do you think? Like, if, if, it, if there's a link between, like, the government, like, senators pushing these guys, is that... Doesn't that not apply? Isn't that like the, the government using, you know, abridging the First Amendment in the wrong way? I mean, I think it would depend on what they're pushing for or what, like, the implication is. If the implication is that if this behavior is going on that leads to some sort of harm and we're going to, like, legislate a new law or we're going to, like, enforce a law in the book about it, that's, a, that's probably fine. That's what Congress is there for. Um, but if it's something like we're pressuring you to, like, censor certain political narratives no. or whatever, then that's probably not okay. Um, I will say, though, again, a platform has the right, even if they want to ban, you know, like, Republicans or Democrats on their platform, it's within their right to do so as a social media platform. Yeah, now, and I, I agree true. with, I agree with you. Sure. I don't think it's good, but I think that by law, they should be able to. Sure. I don't and think, I, and I, I agree 100% with yeah. that. I don't I think, think it's a good thing for the country, like, Depending Based, on the platform. Uh, honestly, I'm... <laughs> I don't know what to say other than you You know it's a rough one when Ariel Scarcella is, like, the reasonable one. <laughs> this is sped up, right? No, Destiny just naturally talks that quick. No, yes, it's sped up. Censoring of, like, conservative speech or whatever online, it sucks, because it makes it more boring for me, because I like to shout at people, and I don't have as many people shout at online. Do you think 230 is fine, the way it is? Do you, you think 230 is fine, the way it is? You I, think that, I don't think 230 is fine. I think 230 is essential for the internet to function the way that it does. Without 230 written as is, you, it, you lose. Like, the, the, the new world going forward is every single platform would have to moderate every single comment posted, knowing that they might get in trouble for... Like, the reason why 230 came about was that when, when, um, when certain platforms were moderating their content, the idea was that, well, hold on, if you're going to ban some stuff and not other stuff, you're basically tacitly approving of other stuff that's being posted, so we can sue you for that. And so people were starting to take websites to court for stuff that their users posted on the site. Yeah. If I posted defamatory content of anybody on the stage, you shouldn't be able to sue the platform that I posted on. You should sue me for it. Right? That's the essential protection that 230 provides so that websites can continue to exist while allowing user-generated content to flourish on their sites. Well, yes, thank you. That was very well said. Yes! DGG! Oh, the uh. between the two things is whether it's a provider or a publisher. And there are a lot of things that Facebook does that make it a publisher. It is no. not specifically just a provider. This, the this dude just... Okay, don't come up here and start saying that Facebook does a lot of stuff that makes it a publisher. When this motherfucker didn't even know that Section 230 didn't require a platform to be neutral. <laughs> the way that they sort content, Fuck they prioritize off, certain Peter. types of content, they push certain types of content, and it, 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 whether it's because of a political agenda or because it's the content that makes them more money, and I understand that that's probably something that is built in and is going to be a contradiction that you're not going to be able to uh, get rid of anytime soon, but... In a lot of cases, Facebook is acting as a publisher rather than a provider. So no. this is just not true. So people have tried How? to stretch. Well, I'm about to answer that. So people have tried to stretch this idea that if you have an algorithm that shows certain information, you just like like usually when you make an argument, right? You you preface it at least the way I do is you preface it with a way that's really inflammatory to get people like what the fuck, and then you go ahead and explain it through, and then you explain and you prove your argument. And then you solidify by summarizing the argument once again. But what Peter Coffin just did was Facebook does a lot of stuff that makes it a publisher, said a bunch of random stuff, and then ended on, so yeah, it's really a publisher. That's, that's not how that works, Peter. He should really just go back to kicking himself in the nuts. I mean, at least on the... In, when he was doing that, he got on fucking Steve Harvey or whatever. 
or if you do like a fact check or if you moderate certain content, that this makes you a publisher. It is very clear, like a publisher is somebody that publishes information. So if Facebook were to start writing articles or if Twitter were to start writing articles and they were pushing these or whatever, then those 230 live... What's an op-ed page? What? What is an op-ed page in a newspaper? Does New York Times... Like, Mr. New York Times write everything there, or do other people do it? An, an op-ed page, my understanding is that on that, you would be liable for that, but that's because you're publishing what's on the op-ed page. You're, like, approaching a writer, and you're saying, we're going to hire you or pay you for this, like, op-ed, and we're going to publish it in our magazine. Now, Hiring Twitter, and paying is irrelevant. If, if Twitter, if Twitter paying is essential. It might no, be it is not. What we're talking. It, yes, it if, is. Absolutely not. Do you understand that there is a difference between a newspaper that solicits op-eds from people versus a platform where any user more or less well, can sign up and generate about content? Hiring and pay is irrelevant. Yeah, when hiring and pay is irrelevant. And, and Facebook is soliciting it's, it's, content it's, it's, it's from not, us, not, it like, and putting it out based on their own preferences. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Uh, oh. Please, Peter, just... Oh. He's not even worth, like, responding to. You should just roll your eyes and laugh at him, you know? He's like a lost child. If you willingly put your content on their platform and then they sort it and filter it in a way, that doesn't make it a publisher. That by that logic, any website with a fucking algorithm is a publisher. Forehand. I tell you, dude, this this dude's brain is in a coffin. You didn't have to be a high, it's like a blog. It was just a very sophisticated blog before it became what it became. So like no hiring and pay is relevant, but Daily Coast could still be sued. Ah, yeah, you see the difference? Well, my understanding is you, you if you have a website though. where any person Why? can- Okay, the sass, when you make like a sassy little thing like that, doesn't usually look too good in the argument. So don't do that, anyone, ever. Just submit content willy-nilly. If it's like a, some WordPress site, some blog or whatever, like Medium, for instance. You can't sue Medium for somebody that writes an article on Medium because Medium is not like the publisher. It's just a distribution platform for that article. Now, yeah, even if you've got, even if you've got an algorithm same. that sorts exactly. stuff, like you might like this, you might like that, or even if you ban stuff, like we don't want this, we don't like that, that still doesn't make them a publisher of the information. But They're so, just a content distribution network. Does it's it just a that somebody uses for user-generated content to show up True. on their website. The, the content True. all comes from people, is there not a, endemic to the company. So, well, we don't know if Medium could be sued. Maybe they could. We don't know. Like, honestly, we, Wait, we don't know what? We don't know if Medium can or can't be sued. No one's ever attempted to to my First of all, neither does Facebook, neither do any of these other social media platforms. Again, so I, I think this is just the um, difference of like direction or whatever. I'm not, I, I mean, Destiny's doing really good, especially considering he's pretty much the like, it's, you know, 1v3 right now. But I feel like you could challenge that a lot also. There is so much evidence. We go over that all the time on this channel about how conservatives are not, in fact, the poor baby bitch boy victims getting banned by the big, scary, mean Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I've never heard any complaints uh, Removing information that doesn't However, doesn't mean you lose your section 230 protections. Let me finish talking. Let me finish talking. Let me finish talking. I'll just let you pontificate for a fucking hour as usual. Let me talk. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so like I was saying, we don't know that about Medium. But also, then we can get to the actual precedent that has been set because people are like, oh, these private platforms like Twitter or Facebook have the ability to just remove politicians whenever they feel like it. Actually, the courts say otherwise because Trump could even ban someone because he is technically a public figure and they consider it to be a public forum. They couldn't even. So if you. That's wrong. That's not Hold on. Let me finish talking. Mr. Judge, like, I know you're I don't, I don't have to judge okay, it anyway. Let me finish talking. talking. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Anyway, so just from the president that's already been said by the court, they said and it was like a, it was a leftist decision. Like Democrats were like, ah, oh, you can't block us. Ha ha. So it is, like, hold on, let me finish. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ. How many, how many dumb this things is not your Twitch stream. Like this, this, this is not your Twitch stream. Chill. All right, we gotta get to it. Anyway, when Trump got banned from Twitter. That was probably the most egregious form of censorship that we had ever seen because literally the outcome of an election could or could not have been affected by it. When you are talking about what? I mean, because this is America, right? So if the outcome of our election. Wait. This was after the election. Affected by which that means you're 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 affecting the outcome of the geopolitical arena all over the world, and there is literally no accountability. Ironically, in the same country where everybody's talking about election interference all the but, time. So could a movie, right? 
Yeah, but you could, if, if a movie influ influences it, you have a choice whether or not you want to engage with that content. Like, they don't funnel it to you. They don't force you to go there. But if I have a business, if I have, like, my I'm political opinion, if Facebook. I don't, okay. so uh, when you have a business that's reliant on Twitter and Facebook because they are, okay, we just want to do this. Okay, so, once again, unlimited funding. There is no, you know, there's no unlimited funding, funding for this talking. I don't oh even know what funding unlimited means. Don't, don't, okay, okay, because you don't like the logic that's about to come to the It's not just wants to talk This dude in the red skinny jeans literally just wants to, like, ramble for an hour. The, the really dumb people usually just want to be up here and just they just want to hear their own voice because they're usually terrified of hearing any other voice that either one opposes their ideas or two sounds like something different than the voices they usually are hearing in their head. Nico is another dipshit lefty? Oh, are you serious? I thought this dude was a right winger. Oh, fuck. Well, you can't really tell the difference. He's a Jimmy Dore type. Oh, okay. Well, congrats, buddy. I, I totally can could could tell. <laughs> He's a Marxist Leninist. Uh, is that true? He had a convo with Vosh. I need to. I I want to talk to this guy. I don't disagree that these platforms have a lot of power, so I have questions about how antitrust works in the United States. A really good question, in my opinion, is why the fuck was Facebook loved by Instagram? That shit is crazy to me. I think that if you want to attack some of these larger social media platforms from an antitrust perspective, that is absolutely legitimate. And it because was. it is really hard to start. Let's say that you're banned from Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What public voice do you have, right? You're not on a fucking gap. Sorry, but like, right? You're completely fucked. I absolutely agree. But you have to hit this from an angle that makes sense, not this crazy shit about how they have unlimited funding from the government and blah, 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 blah. So and all the, the antitrust laws that are already in place that should be for platforms doing this because they're private. They're literally making deals that control the you agree and you this guy's like actually having like a, a, a spasm it looks like on stage like he is fucking flipping out on the problems, things, not problems you can reform 230 while protecting the things that we okay, what do you want what do you want to do what is 230 for reform what, what, what specifically one is either one of two things you either reform 230 or you admit that platforms like facebook and twitter no longer reform oh, hold on let me fucking finish oh my every god every time they ramble it's because they don't bro, have shit to bro, say bro, every fucking time it's like it's the same way holy shit like okay you know what one at a time no we have to dissect the 430 all right peter what do you want to say you can get mad all you want i'm sorry you have to actually answer a question for once in your fucking life it's fine like we can sit here we can cry all day about like oh 230 blah 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 tell us how you perform it there you go go ahead pick it up so i was saying I want to reform, you can reform it by one, protecting the, the benefits that we have now, but make sure that if a company decides to act like a publisher like Facebook and Twitter have done in situations especially that affect the outcome of our political atmosphere, like you can literally legislate it. It'll go through the committee process, they'll figure it out, make sure it works. Who will be affected? Who can be positively affected? Who can be negatively affected? They go through a process, I don't know if you heard about it, but that's what Congress does. What does it mean? Like, hold on, oh okay. my God, bro. There's five fucking seconds, bro. Anyway. <laughs>
Once we get to that, when we get to that point, we can do a breakdown of whatever, what's the best way to ensure that one, they're not doing it. But even if we can't control them for doing it, make sure that if you're removing someone's literal brand, business, whatever, that you have to go through the same due process as everybody okay. else. But right now they're being shielded from due process and accountability on their behalf, and then we're not right. getting so any how due process when we, we get screwed. Get around that, Peter. How would you, if you're a surgeon, what do you do to 230? Well, for me, like, it's it, these are the two options. Either you recognize that Facebook, Twitter, and all these things are acting as publishers and not as ISPs. Like this law is actually des designed around the relationship an ISP has with the with the customer as opposed to just websites. It's applied to websites because websites ostensibly act in, a, in at least somewhat neutral way. Uh, I think that that has been overstepped, and we can either recognize that and apply 230 to them as it exists now, or 230 needs to be amended in order to recognize that. But how? Has, how? I can't give you exact wording. I'm not well, what does it mean to be a publisher? That's what I want to know. Because they're saying if you're going to act as a publisher, what does that well, mean I to be a publisher? The expert on you never know. They're just like, just reform it. It tells you in the what? I thought you were yeah. the okay. What does it mean to be a publisher? Like, it's like Ariel. 27 words. What do you mean? It doesn't tell you in there what it means to be a publisher. Right. Like, yeah. He literally just read it. Yeah. Ariel, what's it mean to be a publisher? I, I think that's the issue that this debate is, is having. I think both people are explaining it differently. No. Now, is being a publisher simply posting something online, or is it also? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Or is it controlling what's being seen in the world? I think I think there's a case for both. I think both are equally as important because well, yeah, you could post things like just. I mean, it happens with the algorithm with YouTube all the time. If they don't like what we're saying, they restrict us. Sure. And I think that is in essence wrong. Also, being a publisher because you, you are controlling what is being seen. Sure. Like well, Stephen points out that like the New York Times op-ed, it's clearly like that's publishing practice, right? But what about on your content if you say something like trans women aren't women, or you said something different about COVID and they said this article is misleading? Like, is that is that publishing? I think I think I don't think that's no one publishing. Knows I think it's I think it's, content, I think it's edit, I think it's editing. I think it's editing, and I think no, people can interpret that. They're as allowed to. I think it's they're allowed to put warnings on the content. They're allowed to do that. They can put a not safe for work label, for example, on your content. The, this is within their rights to do. No one knows the difference between a publisher and a platform. It's so simple. If they don't verify everything that goes out first, then it's not a publisher. It actually is that simple. YouTube has what, like 200 million hours of content uploaded every minute or something absurd like that there's no way anyone's moderating or verifying all of that shit before it goes up all interpretation i think everyone's gonna interpret it differently that's and that's the issue that's why we have debates about this right what do you think steven is that i think that if i think it's this is one of those things that seems plainly obvious unless you're taking a hardcore political bent to it if you have a platform and users are supplying all of the content to that platform you have a right to moderate it as you see fit if you want to like force people or attach like a not safe for work or not safe for life link if you want to say warning like we think this this contains bad thing or whatever or you want to say like this uh, violates whatever rule or whatever you have the right to do that that doesn't mean that you are suddenly like creating and publishing content on your platform i, I think there's case law to support this um, the eff has a huge write-up on how they feel about 230 and a whole bunch of other institutions have signed on people like medium have signed on to support 230 as is as well. Um, I mean, like the idea that just because you engage in some uh, moderation or you want a front page like the cutest dog pick of the day, you've become an editor or a publisher. If we were to take that point of view, what we're essentially restricting is every single platform has to just show all of their content in a straight line with like no other like flourishes yeah. or whatever. Otherwise, you're engaging in publishing. You have to, don't you have to weigh the benefits? And True. Like, so yeah, I, 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 think, no, I, think, I think he makes a lot of sense in that, in that, with that well, point because you are also a business and you want to make sure your business is doing the best that it can. And, and if that means putting a certain content first because that's going to get the best, you know, the more clicks or keep people on the site for longer, that makes sense. And I get why YouTube does that as well. I just think it's reached a point where 
to me, it would be considered censorship and I not, and not no longer. I think it, I, just for me, the line has been crossed, but I understand. I, understand. I, just, I, I just don't like the word censorship because like come up with a better word then. Well, the problem is, I'll use that word, the, the problem is that contextually these mean very different things, right? If I'm not allowed to call my dad the f word, if I'm a nine year old at, at, at my house, I'm being censored by my parents. That is true. Is it good or bad? It's probably okay. If you're not allowed to say crazy stuff in a classroom, if you're like in fifth grade, you're not allowed to scream swear. That's censorship, right? If I'm on a private company, if I were to start screaming at you really big obscenities, eventually I imagine you'd have me removed from the stage, right? That's a form of censorship. Now, if the government were to craft legislation that was abridging my right to freedom of speech, that's also censorship. One of these is really, really, really bad, and the other three examples are probably okay things that ought to be protected in society. So the, the main issue I feel like is that we're losing the of is like the consequences of the inconsistent application of punishment and censorship and removal of people. It's one thing if I saw like, you know, CNN or MSNBC getting the same type of treatment as maybe an Alex Jones, for example, probably wouldn't be all that concerned. I'm like, well, shit, man, it's just the way it happens. Is MSNBC considering uh, contributing to severe real world negative outcomes? Is MSNBC propagating falsehoods that the victims of Sandy Hook were actually just, uh, what was it, a CIA setup or whatnot, leading to real-world harassment of parents whose children were murdered. What do you mean? Maybe I'll believe it when I see MSNBC treated the same way as Alex Jones. Crisis actors, that's right. Sometimes, I was still Dude, if anyone's a crisis actor, it's this fucking Nico guy. Holy shit. I have a problem with it because I'm a free speech absolutist, but it would be hard for me to find arguments as they're treating people unfairly and it seems to be based on a political agenda. We all sat through Russiagate, I think everybody was there for that, uh, where they lied, not once, not twice, but for years. It caused people jobs, friendships, breakdowns in relationships, and it turned out to all be complete and total bullshit. And, and if you go and look up, like, and you see some of the articles that came out, they were like, they had the CNN employees that cost like, yeah, this is BS, nobody actually believes this. They were doing it for money, that's what their claim was. And the moment that that became an issue, like, that was everybody's moment to step back, like, wow, so hold up, not only were they lying, not only were they full of it, but it was for money, and they did not be, they weren't punished for it. There is no incentive for them to then tell the truth at any point because they know that they will always be able to benefit by Twitter, for, from Twitter, from Facebook, and from the government as long as the right people are in power and they're doing what the government wants. So you now have this vicious cycle of fuckery that no one is being held accounted for because they know whatever applies to you doesn't apply to me as long as I keep playing the people who are in power, as long as I keep playing their game. That's how we're in the shit we're in right now because of the selective accountability. If I can be held more accountable what, than what's a the accountability? that's like, a Peter, problem. What would you want? What would you want, like, if there's accountability for these people, like, how, what does that, what's, what, like? yeah, what's that look like? I mean, you can see, if you think that one of these companies is engaged in behavior that is like illegal or malicious, and you can prove that in a court of law, you can take them to court soon. Oh, what? Has gotten to, oh my God! I'm sorry. Did, so I, did well. I just interrupt your interruption with my answer to his question? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, so you can take CNN to court if you feel like they published this story. Right. The, um, there was a really popular story like four or five years ago. Um, I'm sure everybody here saw it. It was the uh, it was like some white high school kids that were outside, and there were I think Nation of Islam people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that family took CNN to court, and they got a decent settlement out of it, which they should have because that whole story was bullshit. What and the, the way that it was edited what that was absolutely. What is that? You we're just talking about that. I can walk up to it. That's fine. If you want to talk about accountability, you said there was no accountability. No, no, no. What I said. The accountability. I think that is one way of people being held accountable. I don't think necessarily it needs to. I don't think we need to start suing people to be held accountable, though. We're talking about social media platforms in the inconsistent application of accountability. Yes. Like that's. So I don't know what you're talking about. I already. You brought up CNN. You brought up CNN. That's not a social media platform. Because I say on these platforms, on YouTube, which is owned by Google, which is owned by the CIA, on Facebook, which is not owned by Google and the CIA. I'm gonna lose it, dude. Ah. I have, I, I have a good way of, in my opinion, holding people accountable. I think that people like Facebook, or like businesses and companies like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, should be honest and upfront about their political biases. I think that's one way to do it because then going in and you're going on these websites, they you are. know that their feed might be tailored. They, no. Ugh.
I'm <laughs> a little bit more to people left-leaning or right-leaning. And I think that the Daily Wire does that. They literally say we are conservative news source. So people know going in that they are, they're going but to those be... are all publishers, right? And they all can be held accountable to the degree, Facebook and Twitter. That's yeah. everything that you're saying is true, but then Facebook will turn around and say, we're not publishers. What are you talking about? All right, so take, take an example. Yeah. So uh, in, on Section 230, to modify that, like I haven't gotten a ton of specifics, but um, Vivek... I can't believe they're Vivek not even going to let Destiny respond to any of that bullshit. And what Ariel Scarcella just said was wrong, too. The people that work there might have a left-leaning bend... Again, as Silicon Valley leans left, and we're talking about people that are mainly living in Los Angeles, which also leans left. We all know that the people working there have a left-wing bias. That doesn't actually manifest itself in the way that conservatives are treated by the algorithm on your feed and how the overall like social media uh, site treats conservative users. I, I maybe butchered his name, the guy that wrote Woke Inc. What he says to do on Section 30 or 230 is to guide it by the First Amendment. So they would not get liability anytime they're outside of the bounds of the First Amendment. So they can censor content, for example, that the First Amendment doesn't protect, which would be like the, your child pornography, threats of violence, libel, and all that. But everything else, right. they would have to do in the spirit. The or, or they could choose to be a publisher and, and lose the liability. What do you think just, about that? It's like, it's, it seems weird. It's like paradoxical. Enforcing, the first, enforcing that a business follows the First Amendment is contrary to the purpose of the First Amendment. This is the reason why anytime you participate in any sure. private business, if you go to any restaurant, if you go to any private anything, there's always that line on the bottom of we reserve the right to remove you for whatever reason we see fit. Part of your ability to run a private business in the United States is that you can exercise your private level of discretion in any way you want as long as it doesn't move contrary to like protected classes, for instance. You right, can't well, that's not the same argument with the Facebook. Can we talk to this guy? I just want to ask him about the CIA owning Google. Make arguments where they pretend as if they can undermine the First Amendment, and then they usually, if everything goes well, get crushed in court later and sued for it. Okay, so like, Peter brings up a restaurant is not the same yeah, as Facebook. So, the same uh, what, limit, what about a, size, a company size Wait. liability limit? That no, you it is exactly the same. They should have... Ah, oh, there's so many missed opportunities here, but it's okay. There's a ton of dumb fuck people talking. And this is how every debate is. I look back at my own debates, and I'm like, ah, oh, I missed a fucking ton of opportunities there so a restaurant is directly comparable actually to the the social media company when you think about the fact that a restaurant wants as many people as possible inside of their restaurant and similarly social media companies want the most amount of people on their social media platform in doing this they have to also sometimes restrict disruptive behavior or behavior or speech that might cost them business at the end of the day. If you have a bunch of neo-Nazis on there, proliferating on your platform, spreading all over the place, you're most likely going to be turning a lot of people off to your platform by allowing that fringe neo-Nazi movement to grow on your platform. It's the books, but they're also burning them, right? So they're also hiding some that information be from being seen. Burning. Is that technically okay. a publisher? I well, don't know how to answer that. I don't think if, any. If I don't are, know if any of us do. If you are, <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. I don't think any of us. Yeah, have you ever Googled like the difference between publisher and platform? Probably not, because you get all your talking points from like Dave Rubin. But I don't know. It would probably benefit you 
if you did that. Cur like curating information and like or what just came out recently, even blue checks, right? On Facebook, they got caught whitelisting certain celebrities and certain people figures yeah. and basically blacklisting others. Like when, once again, in the grand scheme, what is that actually doing? That is influencing not only political narratives, but social narratives as well. And it is disallowing open discourse, which is fine if you're CNN or MSNBC or Fox News. Because once again, if somebody is allowed to lie, like outright lie about me on CNN and MSNBC, if somebody does that, I can sue them and I have a pretty good chance of winning. If I supposedly push the lie about Hunter Biden, which is kind of hard to lie about that guy, like, but hell, fuck that. Even if I tell the truth about Hunter so, Biden, I can get banned off of Facebook. So you're right? saying like these well, big companies well, can't say, be political? Is that, is that your argument? If I can, if I can push a lie about Hunter Biden and get removed, but then Hunter Biden can then log on Facebook, push a lie about me, and nothing happens, what? there is a problem, and that's what we have seen done consistently. What? Wait, what is he? What? You can get sued if you if you slander someone publicly, if you lie about them on Twitter. Yes, but you wouldn't sue Twitter. This is literally like if you walked into a McDonald's. If there's a random customer in McDonald's that's getting mad at you or yelling at you or calling you names, why would you get mad at McDonald's? It was the customer that was treating you badly. It's the exact same thing. Over and over and over again, and we keep getting into the weeds about, oh, what about antitrust? Like, there is no difference between addressing antitrust law the 230. Maybe we have two different methods of dealing with the issue. Hold on, let me finish. Yeah. We have two different methods of dealing with the issue, and that's fine. We can have those differences. But we both agree that this is inherently a problem. And what I am telling you is the root of the problem is, which is something that you keep ignoring conveniently, is the fact that you're having unlimited funding from the government, prop up countries where there are, excuse me, uh, companies where there are no competition okay. for that, and then. It's not unlimited funding from the government. There are real life consequences that so are we get that. because okay. of the government funding that okay. you're okay. So too much money. There's, there's, there's one there's one, there's one other person on the stage who would have a good solution for right. this. Right, I'm just saying, how, can, how will antitrust solve the problem? Because so, I think what you're saying is, let's let's solve it. How, how does antitrust yeah, solve so it? So the only way to solve the problem the way that you're addressing it is like the Marxist solution, which is you're saying that private companies should have some greater obligation to their like public operation. If that's the case, then they need to be owned and held publicly by the government. And then they need to be regulated in that way as utility. Well, that's the ultimate end goal of what you are pushing for. You can't get away with shit you shouldn't be getting away with if you did all your crimes. Let me tell you, what is the CIA for? What is the CIA for? How many times does the CIA own my hand? How many shares does the CIA own on Facebook? How many shares does the CIA own on Facebook? You're doing yeah, your hedge fund, or we're we officially measuring. Or I didn't go down to the New York Stock Exchange and execute trades, or does he say you're not going to do your dirt uh, out in the open? We yeah. have congressmen the threatening Look Amazon, threatening different companies. If you, you even gotta let the argument. Trump, I didn't even get, I didn't get to finish making my argument. You when you get cut it off every second, you just got a dumb shit that you want to say. Let me finish. So I was saying, when you have politicians who go on Twitter and then threaten, say we will use our legislative power to force you to do something if you don't do it yourself, and then without any process, they get to remove the president. Parler gets like removed from through. app stores, and then no one gets held accountable when we find out, oh shit, maybe we did this the wrong way. Like, politicians should be able to fucking skip steps in the legislative process and have presidents removed from platforms. That is insanity. There's no justification right. for that. And why do they get away with it? Because the government is oh, who is allowing the shit to happen. Destiny. And as long as you do what the government right. wants, who no one trusts, then you won't be held Nico, accountable. Nico, we're going to pull the mic in a second. Like, seriously, you finish the argument about, about your antitrust. How does antitrust work? So first, you got the argument that unless the market's in control. So how does antitrust fix it? Finish so, your I mean, like, so I think that you can look at the amount of market share that a certain company owns in an area, and if it's too great, um, then then I think the company needs to be broken up. Now the problem is I think people try to argue like how broad the areas should be. So I, I don't quote me on this, but when Facebook took over Instagram, they were trying to make an argument that like, well, we occupy totally different spaces. It's not similar at all. So that's why we should be allowed to acquire them. So, but, but I think there's like a point to be made that if you want to do, um, if you want to start a company of some kind and you're not allowed to list yourself on Facebook, you could suffer like a real material harm by just not having access to that one platform. If that's the case, that there are no competitors that are adequate to counter that single platform, I mean, if antitrust laws exist for any reason, I feel like that would yeah. be the reason they exist, right? That if I get enough one place, I have no access to this entire market. That seems like a good place. So the to obvious example that at least comes to my mind is in Parler, right? So Parler comes and they get big enough, and comment. immediately they're delisted off Google Play and the Apple. They're store. probably like, my name is like you know Peter Thomas, and here's my Facebook account. It's like, bro, you post everything about yourself online. You use all of these services. You give all your information up, but that's because they like the convenience that they get from utilizing these products. So yeah, I agree that these situations. 
corporations are hard to regulate, but it's because people all, all the time don't know what they want as well. It's really complicated to, to figure out like how big should a company be, how much reach should it have, because how much convenience are we willing to get in exchange for some of our Can privacy, safety, Brian? freedom? All right, go ahead. Um, like, I don't, I feel like that's just kind of like insulting people by saying, oh, they don't know what they want. No, people like don't want to be fucking censored. People on eBay didn't want to like get sideswiped out of literally nowhere by unlimited funding to Amazon and Jeff Bezos, which is once again what allowed Jeff Bezos to become the richest man in the world after having a failed business model. Like people who are working at Yahoo and having the time of their life and making cool commercials, everybody remembers those. Like there was a time where you couldn't even imagine a world where Yahoo wasn't the number one search engine. And then out of nowhere, once again, Google. It's not just, out of oh, nowhere. Man, this is just, this is literally like, a child's understanding of capitalism. Better business model by doing the exact same thing as you do, but, at, but worse at first, they weren't even as good as Yahoo. But somehow, they also ended up making Google Maps because that was also for the government, and that's why most of the world doesn't even allow Google Maps because CIA just uses it to spy on people. Most like, of the and world. Hold on, let me finish, please. Have you ever been to another country before? What? Yeah, most, they don't well, allow Why wouldn't Google antitrust help? Wait, wait, which country? Uh, like, have you talking? ever been to a country that isn't in fucking Europe? So, yeah, sure, I've been to New Zealand, I've been to Taiwan, I've been to, well, yeah, of course, what do you mean, South Korea, these, bro. <laughs> like, so, like what? Anyway, so like I was saying, but how does antitrust like would help? He he was saying that Facebook shouldn't have been allowed to buy. This is another way you can tell if someone is uh is losing a debate or maybe is acting as if they're losing a debate is if they start grasping for a win when it's like something insignificant detail like that. Have you ever been anywhere that isn't a European country? That was a European. Ha <laughs> ha, got it, gotcha. Like at that at that point, you're just like okay, you're just you're trying too hard, man. Hey, DNAT, thank you very much for the Prime subscription. I appreciate it. You're literally, you're like the tennis guy that's running and, and hitting your own balls. Well, like, sure, I can do that. It. I'm not good. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not talking about stealing the election. I'm talking about, you're saying people Peter do, they, they, like, don't, don't bring they, it up, they think, and, then, and then the government and the private institutions react to it. No, we know, like, propaganda is a thing. Like, did you, did you, did you read about the 80s? Like, Cold War? Okay. Huh? But that sounds like an argument for censorship. Why would I? No, because no, no, you're no. saying when you don't because because what if I you then go out and tell the truth about that propaganda. <laughs> so I guarantee you, send okay, me in a room with destiny. Send me in a room with destiny when he's spewing bullshit. I will tell you why it's bullshit, and you will know the right, the correct way to go about solving issues. This is why we have these conversations. So, if you could make one tweak, what would you do? I um, I, I don't want to like mention one. Ariella. Uh, Ariel. Ariel. Ariel, okay. There was a, uh, a suggestion that she hit on earlier that I think would be a really good thing. I don't know if you would legislate it, but at the very least we should hold everybody accountable to it. I think that when you remove anything from your platform, I think that the ban reason should be publicly stated. I, that's like one thing that I would really, really, really like. Um, there are some platforms that have done this. Like, there was one Kickstarter or something, I think, where they, sometimes when they remove like yeah. really charged content, they'll, even if you don't agree with it, they'll put a video right. out saying why they did it. I think that would be an awesome level of transparency so that if we can see stuff is getting removed, at least we know why it's getting removed. And then we can make the decision if we want to continue supporting sure, the platform. Sure, exactly, yeah. So, and then the, the way to get there would be how? Um, I, I don't know how I feel about legislating it, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Like, if, if it that did go through legislatively, I don't think I could see, like, it would be really abused or horrible. I, I think I'd be okay with that. Okay. If it was, like, a thing where, like, if you're already a public platform, or not a public platform, but if you're a platform that allows you to post on it, and you're going to remove content, at the very least, you have to state the reason why. Okay, but you'd okay. prefer it to be more of a cultural push, but you're okay with legislation. Culturally, we failed, okay. so. <laughs> All right. I, there's a reason why these platforms are so big. Everybody wants to be where everybody else is, right? Got that's it. why cities are so big. Everybody wants to move where everybody else is. Like, nobody, no offense, but nobody wants to post on Gab because that's not where all the people are posting. So people will say in one breath, I wish these companies oh. were broken up, or I wish they were monopolies, but in the next breath, they want to be able to post and have you know 300 million users have access to their public messages well, that's not totally yeah, true for jangles true. he lives in the sticks um where, where where do you if you make one what one one it's change. actually a similar one to that i think that they should have to publish how they are judging what they are doing in terms of content how are they censoring content yeah that, that's what i said they at the beginning do. if the model is that's something... called a tos this is just embarrassing for peter coffin oh boy congratulations peter you managed to one not understand section 230 and two just discover the concept of a tos <laughs> anonymous 
has gifted a tier one subscription to Benjamin Martin. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Congrats, Benjamin. Now you can hate watch me ad free. That is majority, like much more heavily weighted towards them promoting a small amount of the content. I think that should put them in a different place in terms of their relationship to Section 330. Okay. Do you feel like they should be more open with their algorithms? Yes, absolutely. That's what I said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think that would solve a lot of problems. Be like, more open with their I, I don't agree with everything Ben Shapiro says, but he, he did say that. You realize this is something they don't understand either is like they think that like the Google people are like behind the screen and it can just like flip the viral switch and just like make their videos go viral like they can definitely do things with the algorithm to adjust the way content is distributed sure but a lot of the way the algorithm works they don't even fully understand it either he thinks the same thing that's where i got the idea from he says that he's his 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 media companies, Daily Wire is straight up. We are a conservative news source. So well, naturally, we're going to be a little bit more biased. And I understand that going in, okay, when I see these articles, I know that we're, that's where their mindset's coming from. They're not claiming to be in the middle. What does it look like, though? What? I'm not sure. We're, we're figuring that out as we go, I think. But like, it could so be like posting, stick. like, this is your clear TOS, and then like, you would like reference, like, this is banned because it violated, you know, one subsection 2A or yeah. whatever, right? Okay. So yes, they, you know, what, they you change do one this. Thing, right? I don't know if we could go to the root, but if you could change one thing, what, what, do, you, what, do, you, what do you change? Um, like, I don't, I mean, yeah, you, I guess you could do the thing where you show why you ban them, but it's, that's not going to change anything. It has to be a, the accountability. You have to hit people in their pockets for them to pay attention or threaten them with losing their business. What does that look so, like? So in the case of, um, let's just say Facebook, for example, when they move, remove like Alex Jones, um, if they would have given a reason and then say, this is exactly how we got the community, this is what community got, I said, this is what he did in this specific instance. They and that's what got did. him banned. And then it turned out that that wasn't true. And then Alex could take them to court for that ban. Mm -hmm. they, they, okay. Well, they did that, but yeah, no, he can't take them to court for banning him because they can ban him for any reason. Them giving him the reason is actually a courtesy, not a requirement. So no, you wouldn't be able to take them to court for that in any way. And also the reason he was banned, wasn't it because he was propagating uh, targeted harassment against victims of a terrorist attack or a school shooting? I mean, you know that Google like called Alex Jones, right? Like repeatedly. And like pleaded for like pleaded with him to just stop breaking the TOS and he wouldn't do it. And so they banned him and then they act like he's just like this big, bold martyr. It's so fucking pathetic. Hmm. And they can actually feel it like that would be. But, they, you know, obviously they can't. But if they actually were able to get hit in their pockets consistently and often for wrongful bans. That would that would solve so you, you want a penalty for wrongful bans. Yeah. How do you determine then what's wrong? I mean, that's what a court of law is for if they're doing right. their job. Mr. Moderator, Mr. Moderator. Okay. All right, we're going to have to start getting no, into our QA. Okay. Yeah. We can start the QA. All right, no, yeah. Start QA. Right. Oh man. Okay, so my overall thoughts on this debate was uh very fun. Wow, extremely intense. Lots of heat. Um I actually feel dumber after listening to Nico. Thankfully, Destiny was there to kind of level the playing field a little bit. I, I'm walking away now feeling no more informed, but also not any dumber. It's a good feeling. It's, how do you say, neutral. You know what we will review is the Peter Coffin kicking himself in the nuts thing. I like how all of his controversy is the first thing. Peter Coffin, fake girlfriend. Did you guys hear about that? Destiny recently covered that too. In 2011 or something... Peter Coffin literally created a fake profile of a 
attractive like Asian woman and dated himself for like six months online. <laughs> but anyway, before that, all right, let's see. Let's watch Peter Coffin on Steve Harvey. Right here on this stage, please welcome the groin kicker himself, Peter Coffin. <laughs> Good, By the way, I gotta show you this. Step over here. Did you notice how Peter was walking out? Okay. <laughs> this is a look of a guy that's fitting to kick himself in the nuts. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, Steve. I'm telling you, man. Let me get on this side, cause I, I mean, hey, come on, Peter. Let me see. All right, here we go. <laughs> Still, by the way, more valuable political commentary than anything Peter has contributed moving forward from this moment. I'm just going to stay here for a second. Uh, well, that would that that would hurt. Uh, congratulations on your talent. Wait, we got to do the one other thing, too, just since now that we're all in the Peter Coffin lore. This is why I got popular. It's because I filled a void that none of you were able to okay, do. Okay, so what you've done here, yep. shut the fuck up. What you've done here is you've made me tired, okay? That's what you fucking did. Yeah. That's all you did. Okay. I'm already emotionally done. I've had a full day. I Man, I, I don't know. How would you get tired after that but not a kicking yourself in the nuts? I 